In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. So just like you want her spirit to open up, you want her heart to feel safe. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here, as usual, with my right hand man, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm doing swell. Hey, I'm I'm glad to hear that. Swell. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? I'm doing swole. I was gonna say you're swollen. Oh, you know it, baby. <laughs> anyway, too many carbs. Hey, anyway, uh, hey, I want to drive our guys over and have them check out our website, menarena.org. Pick up a free copy of uh, my book, Guts and Manhood: Four Irrefutable Attributes of Courage. We put that book up online. Um, and we just want the guys to get a hold of it. So that's going to be up for just a little bit longer. Then we're going to throw it down again and throw something else up. And that book is going to get published soon, and you will not be able to access that for free ever. Oh, man. Ever. It's a, I love that book. It's a phenomenal book. We've had great yeah. reviews on that book. And, and uh, it started off as a booklet, and as I dove into it, uh, it's a study of every time the word courage is mentioned in the Bible, and it's a study that deeply, deeply impacted my life. And um, I'm excited to share it with the guys. So anyway, hey, uh, you got a man law for me today? I do. Guys, if you want to move forward, you need to be thinking forward. You need to have a plan. Mm. You need to be thinking positive, And you need to be praying through stuff. And you need to bring people around you who are going to help you. So I just thought I'd throw that uh, Daleism out there to you, which is oh. close. It's like a wisdom Dale word, you know, in one. So there you go. You're welcome. All right, I appreciate that, man. I think you're absolutely right. I think guys need to have a plan and a plan of action. And I think in marriage, a lot of times we come into marriage, I think most of the times, I know for us, I didn't have a plan of action at all. And so it was through the process of failing in marriage Mm. that I realized how to make my marriage a great marriage. And I've only been married to one woman almost 30 years, and so it's been a battle. And so... So this is one of the components where I think guys need a plan, and I think a lot of young guys go into this one element of a marriage without a plan, and um, it's sex. So today's podcast episode, I'm proud to say, is Sexpectations. Oh. Isn't that good? That's good. Secrets to getting more sex. Gymism. So yeah, man. So I think that, you know, I counsel a lot of couples, and 
when the couple goes south, the lovemaking goes with it. Mm-hmm. So I can judge the health of a couple to some degree by how often they are making love and how satisfying their sex life is. And so I'm not a counselor, but I'm a prepare and rich licensed facilitator. So that's what I use. And so I have taken what I've learned from them and I've thought about my marriage and I'm really blessed. I'm married to a wonderful, wonderful Christian woman, a holy woman, a pure woman. Uh, but our, our, um, our sex life for the last 30 years has been awesome. And it's it's really one the one area that we've never really faltered, no matter what the wave of our marriage has been and highs and lows. And you know how marriage is. Oh, yeah. We've always been really strong in that area and very consistent. And I, I have noticed at 55 and she's 51 that our lovemaking now is more passionate, more rewarding, more fulfilling, even though physically... We're just at a different place, man. Our, you know, our bodies are aging, and things are just happening. And uh, I, I just want to share some things with the, some of these guys because I know a lot of these guys struggle in this area, and it's, it really is an area that men don't want to talk about. Do you, I mean, men don't go, "Hey, man, my sex life is horrible." I think they're more out to talk about it with guys than they would be with their wife, the one that they need to talk to it about. But do you have guys it? come to you very often and go, "Man, my my sex life is horrible." Well, if you get into like a conversation and somebody's brave enough to bring it up, then other guys will. Yeah, that's yes. true. It's just something that guys, it's kind of taboo, right? Like, yeah, oh, you're I don't not know if man. I'm allowed to. Exactly. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to assume at some point in our marriages, we're going to hit a lull, uh, especially for the young guys. Like, the, I learned really early on in my marriage, I can only beg for sex so long. Uh, mm. It just, it, something's got to happen here to where I don't have to do that. And so, at 55 years old, it, it, it's just a fluid part of a relationship that there is no begging ever anymore. There, I mean, ever. It's just been a. It's just wonderful how our our marriage has moved into that level uh, of intimacy. And I want to give the guys five secrets that I wish I could go back and tell my twenty year old self about how to get sex more. Right? Because I mean, don't we all want more sex? <laughs> well, the good thing I is... I mean, the single guy's better not. You think about sex at least like two seconds less a day now that now, you're I older. I think about it five sec- every five seconds yeah, instead yeah. of every three. So <laughs> here's what I want to tell Dale. I want to tell these guys uh, these five secrets, I think, to really unlock uh, your love life and your, your sex life. And, and again, I'm, this isn't a book. This is just stuff I'm thinking, right? The first one is this. Open her spirit and every thing else will open. Mm. So we need to be masters. We need to have PhDs in our wife's spirit. Is her spirit open? Is her spirit closed? Now, guys, this is the hard part because our spirit can be closed. We can be angry at our wife. We can be ticked off at her, and we can just have sex all day long. We don't care. For guys, it's not the same. But for a woman... She is a lot more connected holistically to herself than we are. And so if her spirit is close to you, forget the rest. So regulate your wife's spirit and make sure she always has an open spirit to you. Any insights there, Dale? Uh, you you throw these out there like, any insights? You covered it, bro. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Hey, number two, make her feel secure in the marital relationship. Mm, that's good. Is she, is she secure 
in her relationship with you. Mm. If she is insecure, Dave Ramsey jokes that women have a security gland, right, that flares up. If she feels insecure in her relationship with you, your lovemaking will be hindered and not as regular because she needs to feel that she is in a safe and secure environment in your arms. So just like you want her spirit to open up, you want her heart to feel safe. And so she needs to know. And this is why I tell guys all the time. I, in fact, I just tweeted this this morning. God, wife, kids, in that order. The problem with a lot of guys, especially second and third marriages, and there's a reason for that with second and third marriages, is they say, my kids come first, and if she doesn't like it, she can hit the road. Well, if you're a Christian man, you're biblically out of order. It doesn't matter what marriage you're on. Your wife has to be first. And maybe you're on your second and third marriage is because your first marriage, she wasn't first. When I say first, first humanly speaking, she should be the most important person on the planet. And when she feels secure in that, she will give herself over to you in lovemaking. Well, I think, too, the shifty eye or the wandering eye will kill her security as well. Yeah, if if you're involved in pornography, if you're always you know head on a swivel when women are walking by, if you're doing these things, she's gonna feel insecure in the relationship. If you're a bum who sits on the couch and plays video games and doesn't work, and you can't take care of the family financially, she's gonna feel insecure in the relationship. If she's the one taking the kids to their sporting events and or church, and you're sitting on your butt doing nothing, she's gonna feel insecure and treat Wim- you like a little boy. Yes, well, that was like to say, women love. <laughs> to make love to men. Mm-hmm. Women don't want to make love to a male. Mm-hmm. And so this is a distinction, right? Okay, number three. Again, this changed my marriage. I, I say it over and over again. But guys, listen. Out-love and out-serve her. John, James Dobson used to say, you want to you get more sex and prove your sex life? Do the dishes. So, you know, keep, keep things in order. Look for ways to out-love her and out-serve her. She is not your servant. You are there to outlove and outserve her. You are there to be Christ to her. When she sees that you are outloving her and outserving her, when she sees that you are uh, creating an environment where she feels safe and secure in the relationship, when she lives in a way where you keep her spirit open to you, those three things will change your marriage. Now, again, let me caveat. We're, we're assuming that your wife is a fully functioning woman without any psychological problems. I mean, what I, does that make sense, Dale? Yeah. Because sometimes women bring uh, abuse into relationship. Uh, they bring ba- baggage into the relationship. And those things can prohibit or hinder the lovemaking, even if the man does it right. So I don't want the wa- man to beat himself up if, if there's something going on that's deeper than his, him, himself. We're asking you guys to look at yourselves as men and act accordingly. So, okay. So number three is out love and out server. That was a game changer for me, right? Number four, this is really important. Showing affection without sexpectation. This is the age-old battle that guys will give love to get sex and women will get sex to get love. How many women lost their virginity to guys who pretended to love them? Yeah. How many guys told their girlfriend they loved them just to get in their pants, right? And so when I was first married, I would give my wife a back rub, and she would give me sex. So we had this little reciprocation going on. So sometimes I'd go, hey, honey, can I rub your feet or give you a back rub? She'd be like, yeah, no, I don't want to have sex. 
And I realized that was uh, that was a wrong interpretation of scripture, of how to love my wife. And so I began. This is this took time. I'm, this is twenty years down the road, bro. Now fifteen years. And I would just rub her feet. She loves having her fo- feet rubbed. And I would just rub her feet for the sake of rubbing her feet. I would just show her that affection with that end in mind. In fact, a couple years ago, we did our death ruck. We do a death ruck every year. We canceled it with COVID this last year. We did 56 miles and 7,500 feet of gain in the summer. So you're talking 80-degree weather in Oregon. When I got back to the van, I was hurting. <clears throat> I had get, My son, who was with me, said, Hey, Dad, you need to call Mom. I called Mom. She had gotten a car wreck and told her car. She was just broken and distraught. And I got in the van, the, the van that we were in. We, I got home. This was my proudest marriage moment. I don't always get it right, but I did on this one. I sat on the couch, and I rubbed her feet for two hours after I had just gotten done walking 56 miles. There was no sex involved. There was no sex expectation. It was just me giving my wife the affection that she really needed. And guys, if you want to unlock your love life, show affection to your wife without any expectation with sex. Trust me on this. It's a game changer. The fifth secret of getting more sex is this. If at all possible, make it about her. Now, I'm going to tell you, there are times in my marriage, because a man's drive typically is stronger, where my wife would serve me by making love to me. But every time I possibly can, every time, my goal is for her to orgasm first. My goal is to take care of her first. And I know that sounds graphic, but guys, it's if you make the lovemaking about her as much as you possibly can, she will want to engage in lovemaking more often because it's not about you getting your rocks off. And so this has been a, a secret. And I, as a young young guys don't know this secret, Dale. I mean, you would w- think they would. When, no, they. When did you <laughs> When did you figure this out? When did you oh. When did you realize that it, you know You know when did you realize this was a thing? Because when you're a high school kid, you don't even know that is a thing. You know, you yeah. just think it's about you. Yeah, I think it was a few years into marriage. It's yeah, about 12, 15, 20. No, no, but yeah. <laughs> Serve your wife when in I, all aspects, right? It was right? like a light came on and went, "Oh, yeah. How are you doing?" <laughs> so yeah, that, those are five things that I have discovered create an atmosphere where I am able to receive and give love to my wife through this beautiful thing called sex. And so open her spirit to you and everything also open. Make her feel secure in the marital relationship. Outlove and outserve her. Give her affection without sex expectation. When you are making love, make it about her. In other words, take care of her first. So that's all I got for today, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Dale, drive us home, brother. Guys, we want you to head on over to meninthearena.org and get your free download of Jim's book. And we'd also love for you to leave us a positive review on the podcast. And you, if you can't do it through the app, you can always just shoot us an email at info at Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. Equipping men in 10. From Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. 
Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.